Hello again. <laughs> Hello and welcome to More Than Meets the Eye. I am Emma. I'm Antonella. And we are here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was beautiful. Um, I did a little dab at the end. Uh, <laughs> okay. We are back to our regular scheduled core episodes with a very fun um, core this week. Uh, oh, I was supposed to explain the podcast, but maybe you could do that for us. Sure. Um, we are more than meets the eye. Uh, we talk about aesthetics and break down specifically what goes into aesthetic, including uh, music, movies, uh, visuals, everything that you could possibly think of, the five senses. And yeah, we talk about it. Um, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about ballet corps this week. Do, 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 do. Um, I'm miming everything to Antonella, I guess. Q Swan Link. Q. Q, yeah. Do, 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 do. Sugar Plum Fairy. Yes. Yeah, we're talking about ballet corps, which I also feel like it is that basic, but it's also like kind of more specific than just ballets. Totally. If you have to like kind of give me a one sentence, one liner. What, how would you phrase that for me, Antonella? So yeah, if you're not familiar with ballet corps, I would describe it as a trend or aesthetic that pulls from what ballerinas wear on and off stage. So it's elegant and very hyper-feminine, um, but also um, a very feminine athleisure too. Yeah. Would you agree? I would. I I would probably not even add much into that because I thought that was a pretty perfect, pretty concise mm-hmm. description. Um, like you were saying at the end, it's just like slightly more function over fashion, but sort of turning like functional things into fashion. Totally. In a way. Yeah. yeah, things that actually, yeah, things that had an original function and making it a little bit more shallow in its purposes. Right. Um, have, I also yeah. like. I feel like one of the key things that like I always thought about like when I was a kid. I don't know if I think about it now because like it's evolved so much. But like I used to just think that especially like dancers that were like on stage that were like like their outfits kind of clashed in terms of like structure. I don't know if that makes sense, but it would be like like and that's kind of part of it is that it's like unexpected combination of things. So, like, a large jacket and leggings and ballet flats. Like, you would think, like, large jacket and boots or something, mm-hmm. right? But, no, it's kind of, like, thrown off because you're, like, going from place to place, doing thing, Like, being a dancer, walking down the street. Like, it, it's funny like that, almost. Right. Yeah, no, it, it, like you're saying, a big part of it is that, like, the, the on-duty, off-duty uh, right. part of this aesthetic, too. Have you had any personal experiences with this aesthetic before going into researching? Yes. Um, yeah, it's like short answer, yes. Long answer, like, I don't know. You'll find out. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I had this like really weird experience where I bought this really cute top in like 11th or 12th grade high school um, at Marshall's. So this is like 2018 or something, 2017, 2018. 
Uh, it was like lavender spandex crop top. Um, and it was like, I don't know, like a long sleeve, but the sleeves kind of like were like a little bell shaped and there was like an open part on the back. Um, and I remember seeing this shirt at Marshall's and it's like in the like athletic wear section, but it's cute. And I was like, oh, there's like something here. There's like something to this shirt. That, like, is, I think in my brain, like, I was, like, it's an aesthetic, but I couldn't really put, like, that word to it. I didn't, like, understand it at the time. So I bought it, which my mom was like, yeah, it's so cute. Um, so I bought it. Um, but, like, I, most of my clothes weren't very ballet corn. It wasn't, like, really, it, it, it's always been a thing, sort of, but, like, it wasn't a thing like that at the time. So, like, and then my style kind of ended up not being ballet core. So, um. I tried to wear it a couple times, but, like, it also was too big on me, I think. Um, it was really cute, though, but um, I kind of... The idea was there. <laughs> the idea was there. I gave it away eventually, so I don't have it anymore. Sad. But, like, that's, like, the only moment I think, like, I would actually call that, like, legit. I was, like, ballet court, but I, like, didn't know what it was, so. What about you? Yeah, I, I think... <sighs> Like, just being a little kid and going to ballet classes, like, I am, like, I'm very familiar. Yeah, like, for a very short period of time. Um, but I just, I do remember going into, like, those specific, like, dance stores. And you would have to, like, buy all this, like, little, you know, tutu and tights. You'd get, yeah. You had to get specific colors of everything. Like, you had to get have pink tights. You had to have, I don't know. Uh, black ballet shoes and pink ballet shoes so I do remember that and like that to me feels like so much of what I saw when I was like researching on Pinterest like a lot of that kind of stuff and like I would say my sister she danced for a much longer time and like did point and stuff so she actually yeah yeah she she has point shoes still and Um. so she actually we, and we still own a lot of this stuff, has a lot of that kind of, like, dance skin uh, gear, just, like, stuff that you put on during dance practice. And she also still has, like, all of her dance costumes, too. So I feel like I'm very familiar with, like, all of the elements of this aesthetic. But yeah. um, it's only, like, more recently where I'm like, oh, like, you, I don't – a lot of – you don't have to be a dancer and, and wear this. Um, which I know is, I guess, controversial. And I probably, if I was a real dancer, I would be annoyed by people, um, like, non-dancers trying to, I don't know, wear this aesthetic in a certain way. Like, I can can (laughs) see it getting annoying. Um, But, yeah, so I am, like, I am definitely familiar with it. um, But this more recent interpretation, um, I, yeah news to me yes i also feel like the most recent interpretation is a little off from like classic ballet Mm. stuff you know what i mean um it's a little it's kind of like bringing it into the real world almost especially when since now like couture brands are like picking it up and like making it a thing like it's not really like straight out of the dance store anymore right Um, it's it's evolving um and i think it's interesting yeah to to see it evolve because it was actually talked about as early as like last year beginning of last year and it's still kind of remained in 
conversation. Um, yep. It was only just this past uh, few months that, like, the Mew Mew Ballet Flats, like, went viral. They were, like, the most – I think they were ranked as, like, the top item of 2022, like, the most, like, purchased uh, item. I don't know what the – there's there's a ranking that always comes out for like designers and it was like oh these yeah, yeah and yeah. the Mimi Ballet flats were like number one, um, That's so it's still it's like and of course it's now filtering into like Urban Outfitters they have a whole ballet core section of their website right. Um, right. where you can just look for ballet core items so it's interesting to see the way it's like really taken over, um, but yeah let's I gotta say. Just want really quick. Mm-hmm. Those Mew shoes are honestly to die for. Like they're very very cute. Um, and like I didn't know what they were um, even after my research. Um, but uh, you saying that made me go, "Oh, is that those shoes I saw those people wear yeah. <laughs> in the photos?" Oh, and it was, and they're really cute because they're like they look everything like ballet shoes, but you can tell that they're like designed to be like shoes you just wear right they're functional you can actually wear them outdoors and not on a stage yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay yeah let's let's dive into the nitty-gritty of the aesthetic um so what are some of like the core elements of ballet core especially i feel like you would especially know these given your history yeah well colors we want to get into colors um definitely like light pink of course is gonna be many shades shades of pink honestly um lots of nudes as well to mimic that a lot of what real ballerinas wear which is like nude tights and shoes um a lot of black and white as well so i think generally like pretty pretty neutral on the color it's not it's not a colorful super colorful aesthetic i would say no um no it's not and it's like that i think that's what makes it kind of an instant classic aesthetic is that it like it doesn't it's not bright colors it's not like a fad thing it feels like oh you know this has just been around forever because it's just black white and light pink literally yeah um for colors i just want to add like that entire line of like light pink slash white nail polish that they have at the any nail salon you go to they just have that entire row that's just like light pink slash white that is like pure ballet core yes the uh it's even called like ballet shoe pink or something yeah Yeah, yeah, that's like the the classic uh nail baby pink nail polish that you get Um, it's a good nail polish color too i've gotten it many times (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's popular for a reason what other little uh motifs or or like specific items would you call out well i think you've uh mentioned a lot to like like ballet flats tool skirts those are kind of like the basics um i feel like kind of like boxy crop tops i think crop tops a lot because it's got to be like something you can dance in so Usually that would be, like, high-waist crop top. I feel like um, not a lot of, like, layers as much um, because it's, like, one piece and one piece. And they're, since they're, like, supposed to be, like, your silhouette, they're not going to be, like, flowy either. Unless it's, like, those skirts that are, like, kind of flowy. But that's, like, different than, like, flowy clothing, you know, like, baggy clothing. Um, Kind of, like, 
I the way I was thinking about it too is just like a really bared down look. So like very like the colors are very basic. So is the silhouette because it's really just supposed to like mimic your body or be very movable for your body. Like it's nothing crazy. Very like the basics. Again, probably why it's so appealing as an aesthetic. Yeah. Um, um definitely it's a minimal minimalistic yeah. aesthetic overall. Too. Yeah, and very feminine. Um and that kind of just again, important to make the distinction that of course when you think of dressing like a ballerina, what comes to mind is the nutcracker and the sugar plum yeah. fairy and like extravagant tutus and just gorgeous yeah. beading and everything like that. But I feel like the second part of this aesthetic and arguably the more popular interpretation of it is the off-duty dancer, like dance class specifically, right. dressing like a ballerina going to dance class versus like, I would say there are people who interpret it in like the super like extravagant, elegant costume way, but I would say what we're seeing currently is the the dance class outfit right which is the leg warmers and the you know um the 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 shawls and right things like that yeah and like i think it's also like the more what you're talking about like the tutus and the beading and all that stuff that's more for like you'll see that mimicked in like people going to like black tie events and stuff like you'll see that in like celebrities and like certain situations but it's not the like you're talking about the everyday kind of functional look that I think ballet core really is like I really I think it's a little detached I saw like a lot of the research I was doing a lot of um people are trying to make it seem like they're they're the same thing but I feel like there is kind of a distinct difference that ballet core is more this off-duty thing definitely Dancer off-duty is, like, a term from the, I feel like we should dig into from the 90s that, like, is kind of this or the origin of this is what I was reading about is that, like, it's one, like, this kind of valley core thing has happened before, which is typical. Um, and one of the ways is, like, in the 90s, there was, like, a dancer off-duty kind of style, like, aesthetic. And this is kind of, like, the recapitulation of that. Yeah, and... And also, I feel like model off duty too from the nineties. Like, and yes. I think I mean the reason why this aesthetic is probably so popular is because we're just naturally in the trend cycle, looking at this era right. of time, like minimalist nineties, two thousands. Which I feel like we mention every episode, but it's just where the trend cycle's yeah. at. So it's. Yep. Or it's always going to be pulling from there. Um, but yeah, that kind of like um, messy, um, minimalist style that is is really popular and, and speaks to why ballet core is so popular right now. Um, yeah. And, oh, and I think yeah. uh, the ability to look cute without being uncomfortable is like something that we're always like kind of striving for like we kind of go i feel like fashion goes back and forth it's like no do the extreme be uncomfortable deal with it but then there's also like um no be comfortable like wear something cute but like comfy right um 
another more little like motifs and details I want to yes. call out because I think you can incorporate these and it's still considered like ballet core even if you don't wear ballet flats um right like hair ribbons and bows super popular um the ballerina bun exactly yeah ballerina bun and i some of this does lean into other aesthetics that are also popular and also feeding in to ballet core too um like coquette styles and these really like hyper feminine um styles that are super in trend right now um so yeah all of that is kind of connected and I think we're just in this moment even if like maybe ballet core does fade I I do think generally there is this like moment of dressing really hyper feminine right now um there is yeah which which is funny because I I think that is a very 90s y2k thing but that's also like I think, like, well, because 80s was very androgynous, masculine, especially for feminine dressers um, in general. So I guess it is kind of, like, the opposite of that, which is interesting. And I don't know why necessarily now we're going more feminine direction, but um, I definitely agree with you. Like, it is a trend right now, like a more classic feminine silhouette look. Um, I think it's interesting. I mean, maybe it's getting into other things, but, like, this is one of the... few times in a while where I'm like seeing a trend really like just go so become so widespread and so just really just overtake a lot of different spaces like I don't know Urban After is dedicating an entire page to it and I just I'm seeing that in like Shein and all those kind of places too Maybe this is, like, I'm out of the loop or something, but I feel like I, like, like, I feel like I heard about ballet core last year, mm-hmm. but I feel like I barely heard about it this year, so I don't really... I, th- I Arguably, I think for some people who really care about this kind of stuff, it, for them, like, the fashion, major fashion designers were, were showing it in 2022, and, like, right. maybe in 2023, it's, like, died out a little bit more, um, but I think it's... I think it's evolved. I think it's a, it's trickling down, like, like, to places like Urban Outfitters, who are kind of just catching on to it. Meanwhile, there's right. been, like, designers, you know, showing these kind of pieces for over a year now. Um, right. So, yeah, it, it's... But I think it's still... I mean, I think it's still gonna be a little bit before it completely dies out. Anyways. And it also, the, the TikTok presence, I guess, is important. Um, I've kind of skipped to the second part of this section, but, um, cause I was talking about the dancer off duty, model off duty thing. We we're talking about that, but also like, I feel like TikTok is a really important part of ballet core and it kind of always has been. Um, and yeah, I don't have anything else. I know. I, <laughs> I agree to that fully. Cause I think yeah. also like we, with all of our aesthetics we're always like oh it's more than just visuals it's also like a a mindset or whatever but I think people people like creating videos about it are also kind of idealizing this like idea of being a ballerina and um just oh, so this you're saying this is the same as that and that it's like there's like a I guess a visual I, I mental element yeah I would say so and 
I think it, it does, what I was seeing is that it's very, very, it, it, it focuses on some of the more problematic aspects of ballet in in general. And yeah. um, I mean, just a quick look on Pinterest of ballet core and it's all going to be white women. And I, I literally, yeah. okay. Like when I was <laughs> a lot. talking about, yeah, like the uh, the aesthetic too, like the way it's like very form fitting, like silhouette. Like I was thinking about how it it I feel like it doesn't feel very inclusive for like all body sizes as well. Like it feels very like a little skinny belly girl. Totally, well, skinny ballet white girl. Exactly. Well, because you then you have to look at the the history of ballet itself, which is rooted in um racism and it's ballet creates an oppressive ideal of femininity basically and the issue you get into with aesthetics like ballet core and i don't know coquette too is like it it does push this oppressive narrative of femininity no i understand like like it's not a an inclusive space yeah. for everyone. It's very like the point of this aesthetic is to fit into this very right. slim white and margin thin, of people, which yeah. has always been what ballet is. So it's no surprise right. that when it comes into trend, it's just further perpetrating that. Um, but I think the the good thing is that because it's so widespread, the trend right now, it's like you're seeing a lot of creators yeah. and people participating in it. So there 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 are multiple voices now currently who are or who are participating in it and wearing it and things like that um but yeah it's important to to note that it comes from a not a great place (laughs) right i mean i would argue that like in general again this is like the pendulum swing thing like related reflected in fashion probably that there definitely was like a swing away from like like, feminist ideology was becoming, like, that very, like, white-centered feminism and very, like, traditional role feminism almost. So, like, not, like, true, not, like, feminism for everybody. And, like, if you watch, like, 90s movies, this happens to me all the time. I'm like, what is even happening in this movie? Like, why is this happening this way? And that's just kind of, like, what was going on at the time. Um, Random, but yeah. Yeah, no, I I think whenever you're taking inspiration from, like, early 2000s, it's always going to have, like, a tinge of misogyny misogyny and uh, racism. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's talk about some pillars of this aesthetic where we can see it, um, like, in people, in movies, Mm -hmm. in music. What what do you think would kind of, like, build this aesthetic outside of the fashion Antonella? Um, I mean, I think a really popular icon for this aesthetic right now is Natalie Portman's character in Black Swan, and just specifically the movie Black Swan as well, um, is really important. It it, it is really a good example of ballet core, because she wears a lot of, in most movies she's wearing a lot of, like, uh, dance practice gear, and... Like warmers and Uggs and little wraparound shawls, things like that. More people, I would say, 
that came up a lot are like Audrey Hepburn. She's very bell. What is the adjective of ballet? Balletic. Um, to me, is there an adjective? I think there is. I think there is. Um, but yeah, what else did you find? For like specific icons, I it wasn't find. It was just kind of like who gives me this vibe, and it's very Hilly Bieber to me, um, especially because, like, I remember seeing that video over and over again of, like, the Haley Bieber nails, which are, like, the three layers of pearl nail polish nails, um, and, like, that, but also, like, she has, she always, like, has her hair up in, like, a cute little bun or something, and she always has, like, very, like, minimal, but, like, makeup and whatever, um, and, like, she's blonde, like, all this kind of stuff, um, and, like, we were just talking about, like, kind of, like, this aesthetic and racism, and I think there's also, like, a strong uh, featurism issue in this aesthetic, because Natalie Portman, Audrey Hepburn, even Haley Bieber, like, what do all these people have in common? They have very similar features, which is, like, small nose, kind of, like, smaller features, big eyes, like, very, like, and that, like, issues with featurism is that kind of transcends, like, a lot of boundaries in issues of racism, feminism, um, all kind of, like, multi- multicultural issues, mm-hmm. which is just something, like, other to reflect about, which it just kind of occurred to me. Interesting. Um, on that, on a similar note of, of people, I also put down Lily Rose Depp. She also gives yeah. me that sort of vibe, that very, like, classic beauty, just, like, pretty vibe. Um, right. And I feel like she also wears a lot of that kind of very 90s minimalist clothing but yes lily rose out definitely part of this definitely and like her features are like the same like small nose big eyes like has that like i don't know that face shape that's like good for a little like bun a little ballet mm-hmm. ballerina bun yeah um how about films. film and tv <laughs> yeah um i okay so we talked about i i mentioned black swan but yeah um which is the Basic, ba- most basic centric. answer yeah. but it's true if it's um no just it's the central yeah it's the center it's really yeah yeah it's the central element um yeah. i also put down angelina ballerina oh. um a childhood classic um, oh my gosh i loved that <laughs> as a kid she totally is yeah no i just i um, think it's so cute and there's a lot of i don't know everything about it love it absolutely <laughs> and like I used to have, like, sticker books that were, like, that same, like, aesthetic that were, like, just, like, cutesy yeah. and, like, it's it's got, like, this bridge kind of between, like, cottagecore almost where it's got, like, the frilly, lacy, flowery, but then it's, like, a little more, like, edgy. Yeah. 90s. Like, you can live in a city. Yeah, it's with urban. This cottagecore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not in a cottage. It's, like, if you brought it to a city, it's no longer in a cottage. I yeah. think that's a good explanation um but yeah Yeah. another like i just i think i mean to to put it into words it's just another like hyper feminine aesthetic yep um yep and Um, sex in the city Ooh, yeah was the one that kept coming up because carrie broadshaw's kind of like overlaps but all the girlies in there in there um (laughs) in there (laughs) kind of like have that look especially the one I don't know their names. I've tried. I don't know their names. Um, the the one that kind of looks like Natalie Portman 
is like the most valuable. Yeah. She's very like she's also very like that weird feminism thing where she's like, Oh, I'm gonna be like celibate or something mm-hmm. and it's like cool. Um Yeah. Then someone I kept like reading Step Up, which I think is not the uber feminine, but there is like the dancer off duty look yeah. that comes up a couple times. That's a good one. I think there has to be a few more in in the early two thousands where, because I think that was kind of just the right. The, I'm trying to think. There's there's other like dancer movies in the two thousands that definitely they're wearing like oh very specific reference with that one scene in Cheetah Girls I was, where they go to Spain. Yeah, I was just like it just popped into my brain. That's so funny. I know exactly what you're talking about though. It's yeah. like Dorinda, right? I think so. Yeah. She goes to, like, that dance class in Spain. Cheetah Girls 2. Um, the best of the Cheetah Girls, I think. So true. Um, it's so good. The third one was also great. but Yeah, I liked the all first of one's them, but... Good. <laughs> That's such a good example. Yeah, I was also thinking of that. Or, um... Just, like, anybody who's, like, super feminine in these early 2000s rom-coms kind of has this look a little bit. Lindsay Lohan in the movies where she's very feminine. So like Just My Luck is the is one where she's like older and like super girly and it's very like cute, it's very belly core. But maybe even like Parent Trap, like the British one, Annie, is like a little bit ballet core. Mm. They do that whole like photo shoot with the bride and it's like kinda of ballet core because it's kinda of like cuter and softer. I was also, I mean, this is not, this is maybe another aspect of ballet choir, but for some reason, Phantom of the Opera, like, gives me oh, yeah. that a little bit. Well, another know. Natalie Portman moment. Is that Natalie Portman? Like, 90% sure it is. I will look it up right now. Let me see. She doesn't sing, does she? Yeah, she does. Yeah. She can sing? Yeah. Maybe I'm tripping. I think we're confusing her with another brunette with big eyes. <laughs> totally <laughs> possible. Yeah, I'm getting her confused with Emmy Rossum. They look similar. They do look very similar. Thinking about dipping into like fantasy and like maybe there's some overlap. Because like I was thinking about movies that came out around this time, like the same time. Because I agree, fan of the opera. Then I was thinking, like, oh, I'm thinking about Natalie Portman. Like, then I was thinking about, like, Princess uh, Padme Amidala, like, Star Wars. Like, when she does her more feminine looks, like, she does kind of, like, have, like, a little bit of, like, that aesthetic. I think you went one direction, and now I'm, like, running down that road. Because <laughs> then I was, like, oh, Galadriel from Lord of the Rings. Now, I think I've gone too far, though. Um, no, I think – but I, I, I would even say because – we're going to be, we also talk about like where this aesthetic is going and, right. and the, how it evolves. And I don't think it's going to just stick to like wearing dance class clothes. Like I think it's also yeah. just a larger trend of wearing feminine frilly outfits. And I think those examples are possibly the evolved version of like the overall okay. aesthetic of ballet core. Um, so I think it works. We're keeping okay. it in. Um, <laughs> Okay, cute. Because I think those are, like, the right time period, too, to, like, have the right silhouettes. 
and like dainty enough mm-hmm. very fem like uber kind of like you're talking about like the uber femininity like we're, we keep like reiterating that it's super feminine like those are two super feminine but like fantastical versions of super feminine um okay music i feel like there's a very specific pin for music for ballet corps which is just sad female singers <laughs> kind of like pretty much where i went which seems to be a trend of the season for us is talking about aesthetics that align with sad females <laughs> um slay for us honestly yeah and just lana del rey in general yeah. to be honest like uh, pretty much the soundtrack to everything every episode every uh, more than we see yeah, episode yeah <laughs> i mean i also said fk twigs because she's a yes. dancer and specifically the song cellophane which is a very sad song um okay do you want to play a clip i could it's a really sad song i have no one to pretend like is a big one because that's like her time period and i was just thinking as i was thinking about Fiona apple didn't write her down but like maybe kind of lily allen a little bit she's a bit spunkier but like i think there is a spunkiness to ballet core and maybe that's where ballet core is growing as an aesthetic but yeah i don't know Lily Allen is a person. I feel like she does. She always does like a cute little bob. Yes, she for some reason she gives me that vibe just as herself. Um, I think her music works too for that. Um, Yeah, and then Mitski kept coming up too. I feel like definitely. Um, I would say like Claro. Okay. More of that chill kind of um, vibe. She's more like folky mod than ballet core but um there is kind of a little bit of a modness to ballet core which i kind of like agree yeah um jessica pratt um is not a very well-known artist but she has a very specific sound i would love to play a clip actually right now like this very like a uh, like little doll voice and it's like um it's very cute but it's like her aesthetic is a little more like grungy or whatever but like yeah yeah i was gonna say the voice sounds very like vintage-y to me yeah. um but yeah i think that totally fits um love, love that because i love her and i like feel like i've been wanting to bring her up so that's fun I feel like my brain is kind of going a folky way because I think if I were doing ballet core, I would listen. I would like listen to kind of folkyish stuff. 
So then I would say the Innocence Mission as well, which is like a group I think I brought up here before, but probably not for a while. Um, but kind of like almost like a retro-y thing, I feel like, when it comes to music. There's like, because all these people are talking about like Lana, even like a little bit FK Twig, yeah. Mitski, like they all like have this like, oh, they're dipping into like a retro like Shanta's kind of like vibe, bringing that into like contemporary music. Kate Bush. Definitely Kate Bush. Withering Heights music video, hello? Yes, Kate Bush. Oh my god. Totally. I think she's also like a dancer, right? Yeah, Um, Withering that's a Withering Heights music video. Have you ever seen the music video? I I pretty sure I have. I just forget now. I probably forced you. Yeah, I think you did show me it. Um Yeah. But she yeah, she's That was one of okay. I do have to claim that that was fully one of my ahead of the curve. No, ones, you totally like, were legit. Six months before I, they used her on Stranger Things. I do, things, I like, do want to say, like, I was like, oh, Kate Bush, like, yeah, Emma, tell me about her. <laughs> <laughs> like nine months ago. Yeah, yeah, so six months ago. Yeah, whatever. We'll give you that one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can claim that. I I would love to because I really like. My whole life was Kate Bush for, like, a couple months, and then all of a sudden she was on Stranger Things, which is great, because she's amazing. She deserves that recognition. Um, So, yeah, it was just funny. Okay. Bringing us into the wrap-up section. Um, Knowing more, would you more, like, specifically incorporate this into your aesthetic? Understanding it a little bit better? Or... Do you think, like, you're still kind of more of an observer? Um, I definitely would say I'm a participant and will continue to be a participant in this aesthetic. I love a lot of the small details. I think it we, I think it'll be more in the small details, like yeah. ribbons and just little accessories that I'll incorporate. Um, I don't think I'm going to go outside dressed as, like, a full-on ballerina, but... I like the smaller elements of it for sure, and I'll continue to wear those. What about you? I want to say about oh. you, because <laughs> I have noticed for you that, like, especially this past kind of like couple of months, I feel like more. I've seen you in more tights and more skirts too, which is like you've always like worn tights and skirts, but like I feel like I can tell there's like a ballet core thread going through what you are wearing these days. Definitely. Um, I think, yeah, I'm fully, I'm fully into the skirts right now. Um, yeah. and that's definitely influenced by ballet core hundred percent. Um, yeah. So yeah. as long, I mean, I, as long as I still like it, I'm still going to wear it. So that's yeah. how I feel about these trends normally. Um, yeah. and I think normally, honestly, like w- when it starts to go out of style, I, I also just like unconsciously stop liking it too. So um, yeah, you're a little trendy, you're a little trendy man. You're like, <laughs> give me all the dress. Uh, what about you? <laughs> um, I think now I've like actually learned about it. Um, I like the part of it that is a little more contextualized into every day. Um, I like because I don't, I, I don't think I ever was a dancer, and I think I feel false kind of dressing up like a literal ballerina even though I like uh, my entire life loved ballet and thought it was like the greatest and coolest thing ever I did ballet for about 
two months when I was a child and after the performance immediately told my mother I wanted to quit and for some reason she said sure <laughs> nothing else in my life but ballet she was like yeah quit ballet um but so then I was just like vicariously obsessed with it for the rest of my life um but yeah so I just feel like it doesn't I also honestly feel like I don't fit in which is like just a subconscious thing but like we're talking about the body shape a lot and just having been like 5'10 for like 10 years of my life is like a long time for me to not feel like dainty um so I think like it is like kind of like an imposter thing Mm. but the more like incorporated into everyday life the very simple colors I'm a simple college girl the fact that it's like a little mod is like very me and I think I like more of like the contemporary takes on it these days also just the femininity like I love a good feminine look um I love a good like middle ground between just like basic silhouette structure mixed with like a little feminine vibe mm-hmm. like I love that um and I think going forward I do want to incorporate it more sorry I got personal no um, I I hope that you would incorporate it because I think it's now I think there's now like a a, a wider audience for it. More inclusive, yeah. Um, um, do you see this aesthetic sticking or growing in the future? I think seeing that it's survived an entire year already, kind of. Yeah, I think like I also feel like we like you were saying this and Siren Core are kind of like and Mermaid Core are kind of like intertwined in their femininity and like just the overall trend of like feminine shapes seems to be on the rise and I don't see it like slowing down like within a year probably you know it's a pendulum it'll probably swing back at some point but right now it seems to be like pretty on the rise what do you think yeah I agree I for that exact reason like it it's still a a pretty relevant conversation even now in 2023 um even after the Mew Mew flats have like gotten popular and kind of faded it's still like i mean and they're still popular but um like it's (laughs) it's lasted this long i i think it's just going to continue to evolve and specifically there's so many up-and-coming designers that are fitting this general aesthetic this really feminine dainty aesthetic um that are on their own becoming really popular like sandy leong um Shushu Tong, um, Simone Rocha is always, uh, kind of a designer who's always, like, pulled from this kind of lacy, uh, dainty aesthetic, too, but I feel like she's also gotten really popular over the last year, or, or just more popular. You're saying this is, like, almost the root for it to grow more than these smaller yeah couture brands exactly you're seeing these like a lot of up-and-coming designers that are like are are becoming viral for this for these looks and i don't really see it stopping anytime soon um i think just like continuing to evolve yes i agree i think this is kind of like a past uh aesthetic that we've talked about but i feel like um I'm going to Paris soon, and maybe it's just my headspace, but, like, I feel like Parisienne is kind of, like, on the rise again, too, um, and, like, I keep seeing, like, like, especially we, you, we, we're talking about, uh, summer being, what was the aesthetic we just talked about? Oh, it was mermaid core, but it was, like, not 
like cheeky the way coconut girl yeah. was but a little more like sophisticated and like the italian summer yeah mediterranean summer <laughs> mediterranean or people summer are calling thing. it latina summer <laughs> yeah 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 very like um it's very in right now yeah and i feel like that the prison like the, it's all just like very feminine even for like men men's clothing yeah. like that kind of like mediterranean summer look is more feminine than like most menswear i guess okay i think that about covers everything so that was ballet core that was ballet core thank you for listening thank you Vanessa o'brien for its theme song thank you acast for hosting us thank you aesthetics for existing thank you antonella for existing thank you emma for existing (laughs) all right we will see you next week bye 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 Cue music.